Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and people all over the world and all around Australia. How are we doing? This is episode 18 of Talking to the Mic podcast. Uh, thanks for joining me again, guys. Appreciate the listens. Yes, I'm falling into a bad habit. I'm not doing shows consistent enough. Um, hey, what am I going to say? Everyday life, shit happens. But I'm doing them now, and it is what it is. So not going to make excuses. I've been lazy. Things have happened. So yeah, I'm sure you guys will forgive me. Hopefully my uh, loyal listener base isn't uh, too worried about it. But yeah, apologize. But yeah, we'll get the show happening tonight and get it out for your listening pleasure. So what are we at? 25th of May, 2022 at 8.30pm. Um, first of all, I've got to say, the month of May sucks for my family. We've got so many birthdays, so many things on, and so many things that happen in May that it's just, yeah, May sucks. The only day in May that's good is obviously Mother's Day, and then it's my wife and I wedding anniversary on the 30th of May. Other than that, don't care. The rest of the days suck. It's very expensive, May birthdays and mother's days and i think there's about what there's what's so far my mother-in-law my niece my father-in-law um there's been my kids friends birthdays then there's been other friends birthdays it's like holy shit so yeah may sucks every year my wife and i like ugh. so yeah anyway rattling on so What's been going on, guys? Hope everybody's well. Hope uh, you all have productive weeks and shit going on. I hope everybody's well and doing doing good. Um, so just to go over what's been happening, obviously there's been a couple of weeks gap. Um, look, basically the story, i just go on. I did explain this on the last podcast. We're sort of up and down with what's going on with my youngest daughter. Um, last not last weekend, the weekend before, or even the weekend before that, can't remember, my wife had to take her into the emergency room because the doctor recommended to go there. Um, she's just not getting any better. She's still sick, sniffly, coughing, all this stuff. So took her into the emergency room. And, <laughs> man, the Gold Coast University Hospital is good. Don't get me wrong. I know they have a hard job. And, yeah, but the emergency room is, sorry for the language, but fucking ridiculous. Um, Obviously, they have all their COVID rules and everything, so I wasn't allowed in with my wife and my daughter, so she had to do it on her own. Now, for those of you that have a toddler, trying to keep a toddler still in a hospital bed, yeah, not going to happen. So that was hard enough, but yeah, it was literally 13 hours overnight for results from a blood test and that's as far as they got and then she's had to have more blood tests since then now once again those of you that have have a toddler doing a blood test on a toddler is a pretty full-on event like they get scared they don't know what's going on you have to hold them down like it's pretty traumatic so yeah so we're pretty uh pretty anxious about what's going to happen with these blood tests um 
And then, yeah, we've got more pediatrician appointments and still got an MRI in July. So, yeah, we've got a few things going on. But, um, yeah, we're trying to keep optimistic and trying to keep uh, positive and we'll see what happens. So, but, yeah, just thought I'd uh, let everybody know on that. As I said, I mentioned it on the last podcast and I'll keep everybody up to date on it. It's not like I'm going to, you know, this podcast is about what's going on with me, what's going on with my life. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's happening. So, on another note, what the fuck is going on with this fucking weather in Queensland? Or the Gold Coast in my case. We've had nearly two weeks of rain. Now, parts there weren't consistent all day, every day. There were parts where it would stop and then start and stop and start. But it's just been rain. And... Today was the first day that we got blue sky, sunshine, no rain, and I don't think that's going to last because I was coming home from work this afternoon and you could see the sky was getting grey, and then I took my daughter to the shop tonight, and that was about 7 o'clock, and I walked out of the shops and it was raining again, so it's just like, what the hell? Like, honestly, the rain can fuck off. We've had enough. It's been crazy. So I heard, I think it was my wife, or I've seen it on an um, article on Facebook or something, that we've had our year's worth of rain in the last few months. So going off that, I did some reading. Since the start of the year, the Gold Coast has recorded 891.2 millimetres of rain. Like, that's a lot. And... 375 of that was at the seaway. So I don't know I don't know what that had to do with it, but that was in the article, so I thought, yeah. But that's a lot of rain. So yeah, I'm quite done with rain. I'm over it. It's not needed anymore and it can piss off as far as I'm concerned. And I think a lot of people on the Gold Coast are agreeing with me, so Ah, <laughs> uh, funny. Anyway, so, the election was last week, or voting was last weekend. Um, we now have a new Prime Minister here in Australia, Anthony Albanese. I believe he's a Labour Party. He is our new Prime Minister. Um, yeah, I, I don't have much to say on it. I'm not very political. I'm not going to sit there and say he's going to do a better job than Morrison. I'm not going to sit there and say that... Um, they're all going to do what they said. I think they're all a bunch of lying cockheads. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens down the track with him and what he does. I mean, he's already, I think, he, I think I've seen in a news article that he's already copping flack for some of the decisions he's made. The Greens are sort of going after him. Um, so yeah, who knows? Who knows? It's all just bullshit. I think the way you got to look at it is... He will not please everybody. The things he puts in place, like new legislations or rules or handing out money or whatever, it's going to please a small part of the population, but there's always going to be that population or part of the population that say, oh, he doesn't look after us and he does nothing for us and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, you look at it like he's never going to please everybody. And that's the same with most politicians. So, yeah, just... Like they've said 
in America. No one is coming to save you. Don't rely on the government and you'll be fine. And I think that kind of goes with Australia as well. Don't rely on the government. Just, you know, look after yourselves and don't worry about what they're doing. So, yeah. <sighs> yeah. So I was reading another article. Um, a couple of articles, actually, and I thought I'll bring these to the attention of the, uh, the uh, podcast. Um, they are trialling a four-day work week here in Australia. So I'm just going to grab this uh, grab this out of my phone so I can read this to you guys. I've seen this and I went, whoa, this sounds like it could be, uh, could be good. Proven successful in Ireland. It's on track to be proven successful in Spain. The Japanese government wants to implement it as a means of combating Kuroshi death by overworking. So... Shit, that's pretty full on. Um, the Australian the Australian experiment is part of an international pilot currently being conducted by a not for profit organization group known as Four Day Work Global. So yeah, that's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know whether it says where it's being done. Yeah, so. Yeah, but they're basically aiming to reduce work hours, um, obviously for mental health and, you know, being more productive, things like that, which, hey, it very well could work. I I don't think it's a bad idea for some industries. Um, I know there's countries like, I think you hear it about, I think it's Sweden or Switzerland or one of those countries. Obviously, it's working in Iceland, but some of those countries, they actually implement a four-day work week um, their kids don't start school till they're like age seven, which apparently when you read the studies or when you read the articles, which I did a while ago, it actually benefits them more so in educational purposes to start later rather than start earlier. Because my personal opinion is I think starting school at like four, age four and five is way too young for kids here in Australia. But hey, that's uh, that's my opinion, and uh, yeah, my opinion don't mean squat. So yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. Um, I know <laughs> I can't see it bringing it in in all industries. I can't see it being a mandatory thing. I think there'll be too many people that are just like, nah, just won't happen. So be nice, but yeah, don't know whether it'll uh, whether it'll stick. Uh, be nice. Um, this I found an interesting one, guys. So this article was, how much money do you need to be considered rich in Australia? So going off that, um, according to the Australian Bureau of Statistics, full-time workers need to rake in a salary exceeding $91,000 per year. So that's averaging weekly pay of $1,748.40. That's a lot of money. So I can safely say I will never be considered rich in Australia. And I know a lot of my family, friends, people I know, probably not going to hit that. $91,000, that's a lot of money. I would probably say you're not going to hit that being 
a standalone, just a Joe Blow tradie like myself. So, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry if uh, anyone's out there thinking they're going to be rich. Obviously, like this article says, it depends on factors such as gender, sector, industries, geographics, you know, whatever, so on, so on. But I found it interesting. So there's that. And then they go into some averages and sort of whatever. Average Australian salary by gender and sector. Males. Average weekly earnings of $2,025.25 to $1,812. So average salary of 105000 to 94000 yeah, so I don't know whether that's an average, but yeah, that seems like a lot. And then it's obviously females. Um, female average weekly earnings are 1,799 to $1,504. Average salary, average yearly salary of 93,564 to 78,250. That still seems like a lot of money. So I don't know where they're getting these averages from because I don't know many people that earn over a hundred grand a year. So yeah, but it goes into um, uh, territories as well it's by Australian highest paid territory areas. Um, New South Wales makes the top with average of one thousand eight hundred and forty eight dollars. Um, Victoria coming in second at. 1,862, Queensland, Queensland coming in third, 1,780, um, and then unfortunately right at the bottom it was the ACT, but yeah, I, I can't, um, I can't remember how much they were at, um, top industries paying were mining, information, media and telecommunications, finance and insurance services, um, professional scientific and technology services, electricity, gas, water, and waste services. So, yeah, obviously, uh, should have gone into the mining. I was thinking about doing that years ago, years and years ago. My brother-in-law and I were like, oh, let's go do the mining, make some money, do the fly-in, fly-out. Um, I don't know why we never did it, but yeah, I don't, I don't know whether I could do it. Um, I mean, back then we didn't have kids, so it probably would have been all right back then, but yeah, I don't know if I could do it. I mean, there's plenty of people out there that do it. They survive. They obviously make good money. Just don't know if I could do it. I don't know whether I could leave my kids for that long, but obviously people do it and it's not, not to say it's a bad thing, but yeah, but, um, I know a few guys that I know from school, they still work in the mining industry and they're obviously doing well and happy. So, yeah. Eh, something to look, something to look into, maybe. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Oh, that was um, that was another article I found here, guys. I'm just gonna scroll through my phone because this was all, I actually took this one a while ago because I was supposed to do it on a week when I was going to do the podcast, but yeah. Sorry, guys, I forgot. A heavy metal fan gives birth at a Metallica concert. After going into labor just as the band starts playing Enter Sandman. So for those of you that are Metallica fans, that's a pretty iconic song, Enter Sandman. Um, but yeah, so the woman, this was in Brazil. Um, the woman went into labor during Metallica concert. 
Um, she was 39 weeks pregnant and gave birth to her son while the band was performing into Sandman. The mother of two joked that she would name her child Lars Ulrich after the band's drummer. Um, yeah, I don't think they ended up doing it. What do they end up calling it? It's here in the article. Uh, uh, I can't read that guy. Sorry, it's some Brazilian name. Um, but yeah, um, big Metallica fans. So that's kind of funny. That's a good story for that kid as he gets older. Um, good story for the grandkids. Oh, you know what? I gave birth to your dad at a Metallica concert while playing Enter Sandman. Now, kids today probably would not have a clue who Metallica are, what song Enter Sandman is, so probably not going to really care. But that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool thing if you're a Metallica fan. You can always uh, throw back to that one. I imagine there'd be good memories if you listen to uh, Enter Sandman. So... Reading another article after this, guys, apparently James uh, Hetfield, uh, lead singer of Metallica, he actually got in touch with this couple, um, congratulated them, and yeah, I think he, he ended up reaching out to them, so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, just another, just one of those things that happens, you know? She, 39 weeks, though, that's getting pretty close. You don't know whether you'd be at a concert at that time, but eh, each to their own, I guess. Each to their own. Um, so just got a bit of a couple of movie reviews for you guys and a couple and a new series. Um, so on Netflix, the new series, the Lincoln lawyer series. Um, some of you may have seen the Lincoln lawyer movie with Matthew McConaughey. Very good movie. If you haven't seen it, go and give it a go. Um, sort of your crime drama, suspenseful sort of one. It's pretty good. It's actually, it's actually a good movie, so give it a go. But this is the series. Um, now, this is based on the best-selling novels by Michael Conley. And it stars Manuel Garcia Ralfo. Ralfo, Ralfo. Fucking, man, reading and spelling and saying names tonight, guys. Sorry. Um, he's been in a few movies. Um, he was in Underground 6, which is another Netflix show with Ryan Reynolds. Um, he was in The Magnificent Seven with Denzel Washington. Um, so yeah, he's been in a few movies. He is sort of well-known. As soon as I seen him, I thought, oh yeah, I've seen him before and I know who he is. Um, he does a really good job in this role. Now, like I said, it's it's not like the movie. It's similar. It has little similar traits to the movie, but it's a crime drama lawyer you know you, you guys get the point Lincoln lawyer no but it's a good series um 10 episodes on Netflix look they're all pretty ones that you sort of sitting there guessing a couple of them you're sort of like oh I wonder what's going to happen here or no oh, I wonder what's happening here and you sort of guess but it was a really good series only gripe I have and I know obviously they can't do this but it really sucks when Netflix brings out a new series like this and there's 10 episodes and this has probably fallen into the thing that you shouldn't binge them, but 10 episodes doesn't take you long to finish. Like I think we finished it in about a, you know, we watched maybe one or two a night. So I think we finished it in like three or four days. So that's my gripe. You get one series, you get 10 episodes, it finishes and then you're like, 
fuck, now what? And they don't even know. I, I looked into it before the season was even finished. When a season two was coming, they have no idea, possibly in 2023, but they don't know yet. They're obviously, it's too early. They're obviously waiting to see how well it does on Netflix. So yeah, that's my one gripe is you get into a series and then it finishes and then you got to wait a year or a couple of years for season two to come out. So yeah, but really good series, guys. Give it a go on Netflix, Lincoln Lawyer. Um, the other movie I watched recently was The Contractor, and that's on Amazon Prime. Um, Chris Pine, obviously, for those of you that are movie fans and you know, he's been in a lot of movies. He's pretty uh, pretty well known. Chris Pine does a good job on most of his movies. Um, so this one's your sort of action, sort of conspiracy theory, sort of thriller. Oh, scary guys, I'm about to sneeze. Sorry, just going to have a drink. I don't know what it is when doing the podcast. I always get snuffly and hay fever. Maybe it's this little section where I'm sitting in my little my little domain area. So might have to move areas. But yeah, contractor Chris Pine. Um, yeah, as I said, um, he is a he's a marine and he gets involuntarily discharged. Um, I think he has a knee injury or something, pretty bad knee, previous combat thing. But really good film. Uh, he joins a, how do you say it? He joins one of those groups of ex-Marines and ex-military guys that sort of do black ops, I think you call them, or CIA missions, things like that. Anyway, does one of those, something happens on the, in the mission, people get killed and then they go after him and it's all one big conspiracy theory, but it is actually a very good film. Um, there's a few other actors in it that I can't remember. Oh, Keith Sutherland. He is actually in it. I haven't seen him in a movie for a long time. So when I seen him, I was like, hang on. Sort of didn't look like him at first because in the film, he's got like a really big beard. He's got tattoos. And I didn't think it was him, but he's got a very distinct voice for those of you that know him. So I was like, wow, there he is. So yeah, but good film. If you're into that sort of genre, the old action sort of army not army marine military conspiracy theory thing um pretty good film actually i didn't mind that one um the other movie i watched recently absolute classic banger in my mind um the crow brandon lee 1994 um brandon lee's last film he was actually killed on set of this film um yeah Love this movie. This is one of my favorite movies. I watch it, you know, once every now and then. It's one of those films that you sort of, once you've seen it, you sort of go, oh, I won't watch it again for a while. But yeah, really, really good film. Was stoked when this came out. Um, but yeah, it for those of you that haven't seen it, it is a revenge sort of, sort of like a love story, romance, action kind of film. Um, him and his fiancée, they get killed on a night that's called, in the movie, it's called Devil's Night. It's the night before Halloween. They get killed. He basically gets reincarnated by this crow um, because he needs to set out and get revenge for what happened to him. Um, this whole movie is actually based on a novel and a comic book. 
um, as most movies are these days. But yeah, it was based on a comic book. And yeah, really good film. It's not like your typical superhero action film. Like he, you know, he doesn't, he, he, he does have powers, but it's not like a superhero movie where he can levitate and all those sort of things. It's actually really, it's a very dark, gritty film. Um, it's got a really good soundtrack too. So yeah, those of you that are into that side of the movies, it's got a really good soundtrack. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen it, give it a go. It's a really good film. Um, a couple of things before we wrap it up, guys. It'll be a bit of a shorter one tonight. Um, NBA. Loving watching my NBA at the moment. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty now. We're in the conference finals. So you got Miami Heat versus Boston Celtics. I think they're at two games apiece each. Um, then you got the Golden State Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks. I think the Warriors are 3-0 on the series in that. I'm still tossing up on who's going to win this one. I, I definitely think Golden State Warriors are going to be in the finals, which I'm really hoping they do because they're just really, really good team. They're playing well. Um, don't know who's going to take it out of Celtics and Miami Heat. I've watched a few of the games, and it's a really, really close series, that one. So I'm leaning more towards Boston. But I don't know. Miami could pull it out of the bag. They're a pretty good team, so we'll see. But, yeah, those of you that are watching it, you'll know. So, yeah, keep up to date with that. Um, footy news. The Raiders got a win. Last weekend, the Raiders got a win. 32-12 to over the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So I was stoked on that. Glad to see the boys got up. Um, hopefully this will give them a bit of a confidence boost and they'll, uh, they'll go into it with a bit of... Uh, Bit of, uh, what do you say? Bit of, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say, guys. Hopefully they go into the next game with a bit more confidence and hopefully this will uh, start them off on a good run. Um, yeah. I've got to say this, guys. I had a proud parent moment the, what are we on, Wednesday? Monday? No, Monday? Tuesday. Anyway, I had a proud parent moment. One of those moments where when it happens, you go, oh, I must be doing something right as a parent. And maybe I am not doing as bad because we all know being parents, you question yourself. You sometimes sit there and go, oh, am I doing my best? Am am I doing everything I should for him? Or maybe I shouldn't have, you know, gotten angry about that thing. Or maybe I should have spoken to him different about this. Or I shouldn't have overreacted for that thing. We all do it. It's a parent thing, you know? And I think we put way too much pressure on ourselves. But, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, proud parent moment. My eldest daughter, now she's coming into, she's age 11 now, so she's 11 going on 18. Just Miss Sassy, Miss Attitude, you know, those of you that have an 11-year-old, you'll know, especially being a girl too. Like, I think she's getting to that point where we're starting to get hormonal and all those lovely things that we've got to look forward to. Anyway, I'm going off here. I had a really, really good moment with her. I came home from work, we had dinner we were settling down to have our quiet time that we do every night with um with the baby and she came up to me and she said dad i made this for you and it was a big piece of paper and it was like a card so she folded over and it said dad on one side on the front and it um it was a card and a a note inside so hang on a sec guys and i'll just reach over and i'll grab it so i can read it so i don't uh don't make anything up 
So, yeah, I'm looking at it now. So it's like a big piece of paper folded into a card. And she gave this to me, and I was like, oh, okay. So I started reading it, and it says, Thank you are two words that literally have value for a man who's done it all. Yes, Dad, I'm talking about you. Words can never justify all that you've done for me. All I can say is that my dad, my hero, you'll always be. And man, talk about getting you choked up. It was like, oh my God, that was like straight into the heart, that one. So yeah, I was really happy when she did that. Um, she had a really, really big smile on her face when she gave it to me. And yeah, that was a really cool moment. Um, like I said, you have those moments every now and then when you have kids where you're like, oh, maybe I am doing the right thing. And it was nice. It was nice to get that because, yeah, it's nice as a parent to get those sort of things where you go, oh, they do appreciate what you do and they do recognize what you do and you do, you are doing the right thing. So proud parent moment, proud dad moment. So yeah. Um, guys, that's going to be all from me tonight. Um, like we said, my shows are short and sweet. We just get to the point, get to the punch. So yeah, I appreciate everybody listening. I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did, cool. If you didn't, well, too bad because it's my podcast. So I'm going to say what I want and I'm going to talk about what I want. So yeah, but thanks for listening. Um, if you like the episode, share it out like the follow me on instagram i'll have my link in the show modes um and yeah appreciate everybody listening and hope you all have a great week hope you have a great weekend and we will see you next time i say this all the time i'll try and be more consistent guys but uh yeah we'll see what happens so thanks for listening really appreciate it